Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Only at Metro by T-Mobile you can upgrade to 5G and get more savings with the lowest price on one line of unlimited 5G. Just $40, period. That's it. Taxes and fees included. Plus, more choices with the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch and save more. Only at Metro. Lowest price versus major national prepaid brands. The fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams and SD requires eligible port in and plan. See store for details. Ah, please do come in. You are most graciously welcome to Tens on Tens, a girl talk comedy podcast in which two tens make top ten lists about whatever they choose and shoot the shit, as it were. So procure the libation of your choice and, pardon my candor, sit down, shut up, and listen. Here are your hosts, the debutantes of debauchery, the queens of crass, the mistresses of muckrockery, Emma and Lo. All right, we're recording. All right. Hey, guys, welcome to Tens on Tens. We have a fun episode for you today. And as I say that, I get a text immediately. Oh. Did oh. you recognize that, that tone? Is it Kim Possible? No, everybody thinks it is. It's from Totally Spies. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. I feel like you and I talk about Totally Spies more than the average person ever thinks about it ever. <laughs> um, no, that's wrong. That's, I, as in, like, it's not a bad thing, because that show's amazing. The, if it's wrong, I don't want to be right. It's, right. <laughs> um, if you watch it as an adult, you're like, wow, this show has, like, a lot more, like, kinky shit in it than I thought it Does would. Does it? Yeah. There's, like, episodes where they, like, get fat really quick, or episodes where they turn into furries, and, like... Weird shit like that. You're like, I will have oh, to rewatch that. <laughs> Interesting. It's weird, but we love to see it. Anyway, that was a fun little tangent right off the bat. Speaking of girls. <laughs> <laughs> so um, today we're actually in a new setting. So we are at Lowe's in her little pod loft. Hey. Yeah, so back we couldn't stay in the pod closet today. Um, my boyfriend had to do work and we didn't want to annoy him talking about American Girl dolls, which is what we are talking <laughs> about today. Um, so... Let's talk a little bit about this before we dive into our top ten list because I fucking it's love a this. I love this topic so much. I do too. Did you have American Girl dolls growing up? I did. I had a lookalike doll though. I never had any of the character dolls. Same. I never had the character dolls either, but I was obsessed with We're my both little twin. narcissist. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. That's why we have a podcast. Really, the universe should have never given millennials like Yeti blue mics because. I will talk about whatever I want, when I want, how I want. Do you want to hear me talk about my opinions on American Girl dolls? Because you are going to hear them. Sit down and shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah. We just got our intro recorded today, so we're, we're pretty excited about it. We're like an official podcast. It's, it's really, really happening. That's really exciting. Um, so what's special about this list today is we're not just ranking them by like what's the best doll, what's the best character. We're ranking them on how bitchy we think they are <laughs> as characters. Then this is heavily inspired by an article written in 2016 by uh, Elise Morales for Betches.com, which like I stumbled upon this article and it w- w- like changed my life. I don't know about you. It's so funny. So we just had to make our own. And uh, the American Girl website kind of just, like, has a random list of all the dolls, and there are 22 of them. 
So That's Lo and I split them in half. Uh, so she got a random 11 and I got a random 11 and we're going to rank them each individually. Uh, but yeah, so it's not a 10s on 10s, it's 11s on 11s today, yes, I yes. guess. Mine is still a top 10 list, but I'll go into why okay. as okay. I go through it. And I do think on the website they're in order of when they were released. So I think I have the first 11 like OGs and you have like the I, okay set, right? I, I know, thought so you too. Molly. Yeah, I have Molly. Okay. So I, I was thinking that too, but I don't know. It's just kind of whatever. So Random. American Girl like website is go do whatever you want. And you Put know, them in a whatever order. You know what I liked about it though? I was cruising through, and they have like adjustments so you can set it to like dyslexia friendly or like oh. bigger text and stuff. So very inclusive. We love that. That's band. nice. They try. We do really like. They them. do try. They do try. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and dive in. Um, Lo, would you like to start us off? Explain why you have a top ten instead of a top eleven. Sure, yeah, I definitely will. I uh, actually don't get into why I have a top 10 until I get to number two. Mm. Okay, so then what's your um, <laughs> so be bottom of the list then? Is it 11 or 10? So it's number 10. It starts at 10 for me. And I want to say off the bat that I had a really hard time marking a lot of these as bitchy. But then I remembered <laughs> that every girl I knew growing up who was bitchy had one of these character dolls. Oh, yeah. So it kind of comes with the territory. And the one thing that I've learned is that American Girl fans are really serious. They're intense. They're very serious. They have very strong opinions. And yeah. I thought Disney adults were scary. But there are people who have full YouTube channels dedicated to ranking American Girl dolls. Fuck. What do they rank them on? Like how? There was one that was like based on humanitarianism okay <laughs> i was like do i need to know this but do i need to know that they're bitchy or not no but it's okay. I think there's one of the dolls that's literally an environmentalist <laughs> <laughs> that's on your list right yeah yeah so number 10 for me just gonna dive head first into the bitchiness is kaya so kaya aton my kaya mm-hmm. aka kaya uh she is the native american girl doll she has the two braids and the deerskin outfit that she originally comes with she is representing the 1764 Nez Perce tribe. I did get that pronunciation from YouTube, so please don't at me if it's mm, wrong. Yeah. Kaya is one of the only dolls that doesn't have a full smile. And you might think, she's a bitch, right? She doesn't right, smile right. at me. <laughs> she's super rude. But, fun fact, greeting people with that full smile in that tribe is considered disingenuous. So they had the doll with a soft smile. I do love that. Yeah, and I think it's really great that American Girl goes, like, the extra mile to do the research. It's really, it makes history, like, really accessible to young girls. And it's one of the only things that does, because history is such a boys club. And I know Mm -hmm. that because I went to teacher college. That's right. And the history bros are basically like a frat. So anytime a girl was a history major, we're like, hell yeah. And we're like, did you have the Molly American Girl doll by any chance? <laughs> did you learn everything you know from an American Girl book? Probably. Right. Yeah. So Kaya has to basically throughout these books that you just mentioned, learn to grow stronger from her mistakes. And she has her horse steps high as her ally and her little sidekick. Her main qualities, according to the American Girl site, are uh, caring for nature and respecting nature, caring for others and courage, according to the American Girl site. And I also read somewhere, this is not confirmed because a lot of the dolls that I'm going to talk about are retired, and so so are their little side pieces yeah. that you can buy. Yeah. Side pieces, for lack of a better <laughs> phrase. They're, they're called accessories. Accessories. <laughs> uh, so I can't confirm this, but I did read that she has six animal friends total in her collection, which is a lot oh, of animals. Lee. We love an animal lover. Yeah. Her biggest qualm throughout the whole American Girl book series is that she gets a nickname that she doesn't like, and that's pretty mild to me on the scale of bitchiness. What's the nickname? I, honestly, I do not know. I, I read it and it wasn't even worth putting in here because the nickname is so unproblematic. If I had a nickname and it was something like shit eater, I'd be really upset about it <laughs> well, too, see, you that's know? the thing. That's the thing. It is not. It's not even bad at all. I'm going to look it up right now live. 
because I added that in right <laughs> Oh, it's Magpie. Magpie. Oh, sh shut the fuck up, Kaya. It's yeah. not that bad. Yeah. So that's her whole conflict, basically, <laughs> in the yeah. stories. I know she does save a lot of people, but I'll get to that. She does spend 99% of her time on her horse steps high. She hangs out with animals and she saves people in distress like her sister, I believe. So she doesn't have time to be a bitch. Yeah. She's like, I got other shit to worry yeah. about. You know, I got to skin this deer bitch. So like, exactly. Yeah. And survive but and be caring towards nature. I don't have time for you. <laughs> you know what is so funny is because a lot of these dolls like are going fucking through it, you know? <laughs> and like, Jesus Christ, you'd think they wouldn't have time to be a bitch, but... They, they find it. They find the time. They do find it. And what's so funny is, like, none of these characters are older than, like, 12. They're, like, all from, like, 9 to 12 years old. And we're like, this fucking hoe. I hate her. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, Kaya, I understand. 10. That's yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't even remotely say bitch to me. So, she's so, my number 10. All right. So, in my last place, and for me, this is an 11, um, is Melody. is one of the newer dolls. She was released, I want to say, in, like, around 2016. Don't quote me on that. Okay. I'm she going was, in the dark here. I don't know anything yeah, about the new so dolls. Yeah, so I have a lot of the new dolls on my list. Okay. And so I have some older ones, but yeah, a lot of the new ones. Um, and I didn't know anything about them because these dolls weren't around when we were a kid. Mm -hmm. um, but I thought it was fun to look into them. However, Melody's the one I could not find, like, any information on. She is a Motown singer from the 1960s. <clears throat> Super cute idea. However, I am a little bugged that American Girl's only two, like, black dolls in the historical line are, like, from the slavery period. Yeah, got her. Rights, period. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, black people didn't exist at any other time. Guys. I literally put that in my notes. I was like, way to do trauma <laughs> bonding with the two black girls. Right. Oh my gosh. But so Melody's super cute. She has lots of cute little outfits and she's got the beehive flip hair. Perfect. And I love it. On the doll, it's very cute. However, all of the like, um, like advertisement images are so whack. They look so bad. The hair looks so bad. Like the cartoon drawing? No, it's like, it's like kind of a cartoon, but it's more like realistic looking, I guess. So it, oh, looks, okay. it looks like a 12 year old girl who they photoshopped a beehive <laughs> onto and it's so fucking funny. Um, so in my notes about her, I, what I do know is that there was like, I couldn't find a story. Like even the American girl website was like, ah, don't, we didn't bother summarizing it. <laughs> but was like, it was an afterthought. And I was like, so fucking cool. Thank you. There is a movie with Marseille Martin and she plays Melody. And I, I was like, cool. Let me watch it couldn't find it anywhere <laughs> oh no i was like why are they putting melody on blast like that um but yeah i don't know her main conflict is that she's a motown singer but she and like she's from a family of singers but she gets stage fright and i'm like okay girl wrong career yeah wrong i don't career. know that's weird um I don't know. So I don't even have anything on her, so she's in my 11th place. Yeah, too, too boring to be Too boring. <laughs> so sorry, Melody. There was a lot for you, but I think they really did, like, like some what, dis disjustice. Well, I can't think. Misjustice? Mis well, yeah, I think, I think it was American Girl's fault for not backing up their doll okay. release with interesting stories. And like I said, they have two black dolls, and they couldn't, like, go into her store. Okay, fuck it. Whatever. Fine, fine, American Girl. American Girl, do your thing. So number nine for me is Kristen Larson. Do you remember Kristen? Is it Kristen? I thought it was Kirsten. Oh, sorry. It is Kirsten. Look at me. Kirsten Larson. Kirsten Larson. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I'm throwing T's and R's in places they do not belong. So number nine for me, Kirsten Larson. She is that Oregon Trail looking girl. Oh, uh, with the fucking braids. Yeah, with the fucking braids. Yeah. She's blonde haired, blue eyed, two looped braids, and then ribbons in each of the braids. And she represents middle 1800s Western Europe immigration slash pioneer era. Okay. So Oregon Trail makes sense because mm -hmm. she yeah. probably was on it. And her family is immigrating to the U.S. from Sweden. And according, according to the site, the American Girl site, her main qualities are being brave and hardworking. But sometimes they did include she can act foolishly and without thinking. 
So in my mind, she's number nine because she's just this little Midwestern girl who does farm work and keeps to herself. So in what way could she even cause any problems? Right. It's I don't really understand. Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, very much Little House on the Prairie. She does lash out in one of the book uh, plots, I guess, about not liking farm work. And she does have blonde hair and blue eyes, which you and I know mm. we will automatically judge anybody that has blonde hair and blue it's eyes. It's true. To I'm, be mean. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on the fence about it. <laughs> and... Uh, her friend does end up, this is really terrible, her friend ends up ends up dying in her arms on the way to settle down in America, so she, if she does lash out and she is bitchy, she gets a hall pass because her fucking friend she died. She's fucking PTSD at <laughs> yes. nine years old. Exactly. Did her friend die of dysentery? I feel like that's too on the Probably. Nose. I'm not even sure if they say why she died. I think it was lack of resources getting mm. to America, like food and things Scurvy. like that. <laughs> they probably ate her. Dude, fucking crazy. <laughs> honest like i'm saying these girls are going through, <laughs> going it. through it so that's a perfect example of like you're going through it if you're gonna lash out i forgive you you get a hall pass yeah there's no therapy back then however you know minus one point because your name's kirsten kirsten fuck you kirsten fuck. just be kristen or be nothing sorry <laughs> even i got the name wrong she'd be like my name's kirsten what is there's an episode of how i met your mother where they're like what's your name kirsten she's like actually it's kirsten <laughs> i'd be like i'd want to punch somebody hold yeah, sorry to any kirstens out there <laughs> Okay, um, let's see. My number 10 is one of the, not one of the first, but one of the recent best friend dolls. And if, for the, the uninitiated into American Girl, they have several lines. We're mostly talking about the historical line of dolls, <laughs> right? Um, which they have expanded on in, in recent years. But sometimes when they don't have new <laughs> ideas, they will make dolls from another doll's story and mm-hmm. be like, it's a new doll. I'm like, you're lying to me. And it's really funny, the ones they choose to make. Um, this one in particular was a best friend doll to Julie, who was the 1970s um, doll that came out recently who lived in San Francisco. And her best friend is Ivy Ling, who, like, honestly, fuck Julie. Her story is not interesting. Ivy's is more interesting. But Ivy Ling? Ling. Uh, L-I-N-G? Okay. Mm-hmm. She's a Chinese-American doll, and she's struggling kind of with figuring out how to, like, embrace Chinese and American culture at the same time okay. during the 70s. Um, she thinks that Julie's problems are whack, and she's like, shut the fuck up, Julie, and I think that's really funny. <laughs> so, I mean, she's low on my list because she doesn't really do anything else, and I thought it was really funny because American Girl has no information on her other than it's like, she's a boomer and she does gymnastics, and you're like, great, thank you. And you know how they give them, like, adjectives to describe them? Like, yeah, charming, sure. delightful. You know what they said? Ivy, lucky, that's it. And I was like, you're gonna call the Chinese character lucky? That's like calling the Irish character lucky and nothing else? Wow. What the fuck does that even Wait, mean? Wait, that's so interesting. Like, and also in her description, they're probably like, she's not important except except in the context of being this other girl's friend. We don't care about I, her. Yeah, so that's really dumb, and I hate that. But yeah, you know, she does Poor Ivy. Poor Ivy. Justice for Ivy. Justice for Ivy, justice for Melody. Why is it that all your POC characters are like... Fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Um, however, one interesting thing about her mm-hmm. is the only she has really significant like eyes, like the the eye that they used for her. Well, first of all, they had to come up with a whole new face mold because she's an Asian True. American character. Um, so she, her eyes were a little bit different, but the like actual eyeballs that they put in are th- this like brown color that is really special, and they had previously only used on Samantha dolls, and Samantha's like the fucking top tier, like god tier American girl doll. So they did that with Ivy. Oh, okay. And then they discontinued her ass. So. Oh, who knows? Oh. Yeah. Poor Ivy. Justice for Ivy. Hashtag justice for <laughs> Ivy. Yeah. So number eight for me is Elizabeth Cole. So it's funny that you mentioned the best friend dolls mm-hmm. because Elizabeth Cole is one of these best mm-hmm. friend dolls. 
Guess what she looks like? She's another blonde with blue eyes. Mm-hmm. I have at least seven on my list. Yes. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> We've covered it. Enough. That's enough. They're slices. like, we have an oh, They're probably in the factory like, we have too many blue eyeballs <laughs> and too much blonde hair. We have to create more. It's crazy. So Elizabeth Cole is one of the best friend dolls from the 1774 Revolutionary War era. And she is the... I don't know. I guess you could say best friend doll and real life best friend in the stories. Is she? Who's that from? Like Felicity? Felicity. Yeah, yeah Felicity oh Merriman, who we'll talk about later. Blue yeah, wolf. So, okay, you covered the best friends and what they are, so I can skip that. So Elizabeth, interestingly enough, is richer than Felicity Merriman and her family, but it never becomes an issue, which I find surprising, and that's oh, yeah. pretty cool of mm-hmm. Elizabeth. Good for her <laughs> and Felicity, to be honest. And she's described on the website as being quiet, shy, smart, careful, and merry. Mary, okay. Pay special attention to careful. Careful's an interesting use of words. So all in all, I just think Elizabeth seems like this pretty stereotypical, I guess, society girl. So she lands at number eight for me because of the whole too boring to be bitchy thing. Literally? She doesn't even have her own storyline. She's forever living in the shadow of Felicity, and her character arc I don't think would be villainous if she ever decided to be a villain. But all I can think is, and justification for number eight and not number ten, is that maybe down the line she gets fed up with being in the shadow for so uh, long that she... Of a fucking horse girl, nonetheless. Of a fucking horse girl. And uh, that careful on the website mm-hmm. is just really an interesting choice of words to me. Like, careful in what way? In, in what way? Like, if she plots your demise, is she really careful about okay, it? Okay, I'm into that. Did so, you? So did you read any of these books in preparation for this? I did not. No, I, I used a lot of American Girl Wiki. Oh, which, yeah. Gosh, a lot of God time. Bless. A lot of time is donated to American Girl Wiki. Yeah, thank you, Fandom Wiki. And then I also took stuff from an article called American Girl Dolls Ranked in Order of Gayness from the Niche. Phenom. Which is interesting how <laughs> gay and bitchiness kind of... Yeah. I was like, I could use this. I could use this. So that's yeah. where I got it from. I didn't read any of the books. I know when I was younger, I had, I think, the Samantha books because I'm lame, but... Yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> I think I read them in, when I was really, really little. I was mm-hmm. a big reader, and I was always at the library, so I probably read them. But, like, yeah. I didn't have any of these. Also. They were the hot rage. They yeah. Were the hot goss. Yeah. I felt like it was, like... You know, all the cool girls had the American Girl dolls, so I wanted to be in the special club. Mm, yeah. You know? But I, my parents couldn't afford to get, like, what the fucking millions of them? They're so expensive. Holy so shit. Expensive. Yo, I don't know how much a doll is. Like, 200 bucks easily. And then, like, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. all of her accessories are, like, 100 plus. For wh- and for what? Like, to have this giant-ass doll you have to give a whole room to? I've seen, like, these American Girl doll collectors who literally have rooms dedicated to their doll setups. Some freaky-ass shit. It's frankly unnerving. I feel like American Girl dolls are the closest thing we have to, like, those classic, like, porcelain dolls that get haunted in mm. horror movies, you know? Yeah, so maybe the next generation, instead of, like, uh, Annabelle, it'll be an American Girl <laughs> yeah, doll. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> So when I was little, my dad worked at a radio station, which you know, why, which is why I have a podcast probably now. Yes, it was in um, jeans. It was in my jeans. Um, but he would have to leave at like three a.m. in the morning to go and do like the morning show, and so I would leave my toys out because I was a fucking kid, and my my twin doll would be on the stairs just waiting for him at three in the morning. <laughs> And he's like, I nearly fucking kicked that thing out of the house. So, you know, just a little note, fun fact. Okay, um, let's see, moving on up. So on my list, I also have a character that I'm giving her a fucking pass because she's been through it, and her name's Nenea. She's another one of the new dolls. Okay. Um, so I said, first of all, congrats on being an immediate upgrade from the Molly doll. So this is a <laughs> Molly hate club, and we're going to get into her later. <laughs> Molly hate club. But um, so Nenea's from the same year as Molly. Well, like two years before, from the oh, same okay. era, which is the 1940s during World War II. Damn. Um, and guess where Nenea lives? Just based off her name. Where do you think? I was going to guess Hawaii. Yes. Okay. 
during Pearl Harbor. <laughs> She's really going through it. So she witnesses. She, 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 wants. she witnesses Pearl Harbor and was oh, fucking man. traumatized by it. Um, so she I, actually in the books. Like, yes. Oh my god! But you're like, um, hello. Yeah, but you know what's crazy? Is Which like, actually we're very near Pearl Harbor right now. It was the seventh, wasn't it? December seventh. You know that was the day I was supposed to be born, but I was um, I was in Pearl Harbor week early. They were gonna name me Pearl. Thank God they did not. Are it you was, serious? I think it was it was it was in the talks. Oh anyway. wow. Um, yeah. I can't so, believe she witnessed Pearl Harbor. That's right, so it's, sad. it's fucking scary, and it's kind of funny because they really have no qualms with like just traumatizing nine-year-old girls in fictional accounts. Right. Um, but I did appreciate that for once, American Girl was like. Hey, maybe stories have multiple points of view, and nobody cares about the white girl. Amen. So yeah. They gave a Native Hawaiian girl like a little bit of a more interesting story than Molly because she's literally in Hawaii during World War II, while Molly's like up in I don't know fucking Illinois. Girl, shut the fuck shut up. up. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Well, it's interesting too the range of trauma. Like yeah, for Melody, like you just talked about, her trauma is I have stage, I have stage <laughs> and I'm a black girl and I'm a civil black girl in the civil rights movement. And this one is like, I witnessed Pearl <laughs> yeah. Harbor. Yeah. Like, it's amazing what they choose to put the light on yeah. when it's not going through actual race issues. Agreed. Um, also, I wanted to mention that the Nenea doll, congrats, first of all, to whoever came up with it, because she has the cutest face mold of all of the dolls. And that <laughs> uh, gives her so many points, because the fucking American Girl dolls have the dumbest fucking look on their face. They do. And I'm so <laughs> mad about it. The only reason I'm upset is because people used to tell me I have an American Girl doll face. It's like a... With the fucking buck teeth. Fucking buck teeth. Oh. Um, yeah, so uh, really appreciated that for Nanea. But yeah. Um, <laughs> People used to come up to you and go, you have an American girl doll <laughs> They're like, hey, you buck teeth looking motherfucker. <laughs> I used to have a gap in my teeth. You actually did? Yeah, it, oh it's kind gosh. of a hereditary thing in my family. My I'm grandma, curious why they decided to do the buck teeth. I don't know. They're like, this fucking it looks right. These kids don't have Because they're from, they're from like the 1700s. <laughs> braces. Or the Don Show. It's yeah. not as important. Um, actually, it was invented by the Mayans. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I knew that because I was on a poster at my dentist's office, and Ethan made me watch Apocalypto recently. And you're a history girl. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Um, yeah, so that's kind of funny. Some other things about Nanea that I wrote down. Uh, she has two friends, and the three of them call themselves the Three Kittens, and I love that. It's very yeah. cheetah girls in nature. <laughs> I'm like, you know, very <laughs> cool for you. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. That gives her, like, one betchy point, so she's, like, above the other two in that regard. But, yeah, um, she gets a pass for me. Oh, 100%. So sorry for that, Nanea. <laughs> She gets a, the biggest hall pass, the the great hall pass yeah. of all hall passes. And she's super cute, so we'll... we'll she is cute. Like. I just Google image searched her when you were talking. Yeah. Um, and also paying attention fervently, so mm-hmm. don't worry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I know. I know how it goes. We have to, like, do eight things at once when we record this, so I totally understand. And sweat. I sweat a lot. I'm, like, very nervous right now. I don't know why. Not nervous, but just, like, hormonal, maybe, and that causes me to be nervous, and I've had a lot of coffee. Can you well, tell? make you horny, baby. <laughs> that, too. Mm-hmm. So, number seven for me... Is another best friend doll. I had to get them out of the way early because they're yeah. just annoying. Fuck them. So number seven is Nellie O'Malley. She is Irish. Oh boy. She's an Irish immigrant, and I guess that still makes her Irish. <laughs> so let me not backtrack on that one. Nellie is another best friend collection doll, like I said, and she is Samantha Parkington's best friend, and she represents 1904. And guess what she looks like? 
Hmm. She has blonde, blonde hair, hair blue eyes, and blue eyes. This fucking comment with the Irish folks. <laughs> so Nellie is the servant in the home that Samantha Parkinson grows up in, and she's described on the site as being practical and level-headed and very hard-working. And notably in the books, she just has hella manners all the time. She says, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, no, sir. And she only becomes slightly bitchier when she meets Samantha. Like, Samantha comes in and is like, this is what we're going to do. She gives her bitch lessons. She gives her bitch lessons. <laughs> Um, we'll go into that a little bit more in the, in the later the later list, but uh, she also has the same face mold as uh, Josefina or Josefina that we'll talk about later, mm-hmm. and she wears the exact same shoes and the same underwear as Samantha, which I found out. She's stealing That's Samantha's suspicious. underwear. It's very suspicious. <laughs> it reminds me of, and I think... Hopefully you did too, but we all have those friends, and especially middle school, I feel like it was especially pertinent in middle school, that were obsessed with you and would like steal your skin if they could, but they also wanted to tear you down at the same time, and that's what Nellie reminds me of. You know, um, she's a hater first, and uh, you know, an Irish immigrant. (laughs) That's right. Um, So that's crazy. I can't believe Samantha's a doll with a servant. Uh, it's really bad. I'll talk about it. It's really, really bad. I really love American Girl doll because they don't give a fuck. Like, they're on some fuck shit. They're like, you can buy this doll and her slave. Um, you're like, hello? So, no one sees the problem here. Yeah. Frankly, unhinged, but that's why we're covering it because it's hilarious. I love it. Okay. <laughs> so, speaking of problematics, um, next on my me. list, <clears throat> let's see, what number is this for me? Uh, seven. Should be seven. It's eight for me because I'm eight. one behind you. Oh, that's right. Okay. Is Math is hard. Mary Ellen. She's another new one. I got most of the new ones. So she's from the 1950s. So starting off strong with that. First of all, what the fuck was happening in the 1950s for us to give a shit other than like sock hops and poodle skirts? Literally nothing. And because of that, Mary Ellen's story has oh, literally God. nothing going on in it except she got polio. <laughs> But it, she didn't even get polio in the story. She had polio. Oh, come on. Yeah. And so she has no conflict. None. And book. let me tell you what happens. So with and polio, she's a main doll? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and she's awful. She's so boring. Anyway, so she has polio, but like beforehand, like off stage. And so because <laughs> of... <laughs> yeah, off screen or whatever. So she has a bum leg and some like hard breathing problems. So she does have a disability. That is pretty interesting. However, it's a non-issue for her because she's an excellent athlete. So... That's the biggest conflict. Um, love that. She also has like eight thousand conflicting interests. She's like, I'm, I'm like not like other girls. I like weird stuff, and then I also love fashion. I'm like, pick a struggle, bitch. What the fuck do you want from me? So, um, they just like, I feel like they just have to like invent a bunch of struggles for her. They're like, the 1950s were hard for white people, too. And I'm like... Yeah. I'm just imagining at the marketing table, <laughs> they're all sitting around, and they're like, this... What is her name again? Sorry. Mary Ellen. Mary Ellen, that's right. I was about to say Melody. But Mary Ellen, she's got all these interests. She's an athlete. She likes fashion, whatever. And someone's like, there's not enough conflict. And someone off to the side, about to get fired. They're quite literally on their 90-day, almost fired. They're like, give her polio! Literally. Okay, the only other struggle I can think of is that she has two older sisters who are twins, and so, like, she gets all their hand-me-down clothes. But since they're twins and they have, like, identical clothing, she gets, like, two of all her clothes. And she's yeah. like, mm, this sucks. That's lit. Especially if you like yeah. fashion. 
Girl, you can just yeah. sew one of them into this cool outfit and right. keep the other one for yourself. She didn't like fashion enough to do anything with Mary it. Ellen. It's really, it's really upsetting. Um, she's a cute doll though. She's got like strawberry blonde hair. I was like, if you say blonde, I swear to God, I'm strawberry gonna... blonde. And I think her eyes are like green or hazel. Okay. And she's got a cute little dress on, just a little ponytail. So that's a cute doll. Yeah. But she's boring. And if you pick her as your doll, I really fucking judge you because literally all of these other dolls are like I don't know escaping slavery and witnessing Pearl Harbor and Mary Ellen's like. I had polio. And you're like, Jesus Christ. Was there, were they trying to prove that even though you have, you know, a debilitating illness or are recovering that you can still do anything? Yeah, I'm guessing like they were trying to have like some disability representation. But I'm like, okay, Mm, I'm not very compelled by the story because it's really... Yeah, because they really made her like she's like an excellent runner, an excellent swimmer. It's not even like something that she struggles with. So even story. if someone had polio, let's say, let's say it's the 1950s yeah. and someone had polio and they read these books, they'd probably be like, wow, this is a really unrealistic representation of what it's like. Truly, it seems like a non-issue. They could have just not given her polio right. and it would have been fun, but they don't have anything else to talk about. Yeah, they're like, fuck. That was a weird noise. Okay. Like squeaked. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Number six for me. It's hard to follow that one out. That one almost <laughs> made me cry. Um, number six is Josefina Montoya for me. Okay. And we're getting slightly bitchier here. So she is from 1824 era. So New Mexico still under mm-hmm. Mexican rule uh, quite soon after the Spanish liberation. Or liberation from Spain, excuse me. So Josefina, the whole story kind of opens up with her losing her mama, and she grieves her loss with her three sisters, and it's never really stated how her mom dies, but all we know is her name was Maria. Classic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she eventually orphaned... This, okay, this is the whole thing. So American Girl Wiki says that her bigot, one of her biggest dislikes, besides, like, lightning and snakes, are goats. Like, she hates goats. Oh, okay. <laughs> Black and... Philip from The Witch. <laughs> yeah. Just that one. I'm like, that's mouse. a very specific animal. So it hates goats... And especially this one called Florecita, mm-hmm. so little flower. And apparently Josefina describes her as this like big, mean goat who rams everybody and she's sneaky and eats everything. And Josefina is super scared of her and hates her. Mm-hmm. Then my favorite part is, so Florecita has, is white with black spots. Yeah. And then Josefina turns around and orphans a baby goat named Sombrita okay. who is white with black spots. So just because Florecita stands for what she believes in and doesn't want you touching her so she rams you, you're going to turn around and orphan a baby goat yeah. just because it's cute and tiny? Yeah. That's super bitchy. Is that little, little, little shadow? Little hat? Little shadow sombrecita. Sombrecita. Yeah. I was thinking sombrero, but like... Sombre... Sombre... Sombra, Sombra, Actually, yes, it is Sombra. little shadow. Shadow. I read that. Yeah. Hey, it was popping. <laughs> I was like, I came with the notes, but they come in five seconds after. Someone reminds me of the notes. <laughs> it's fine. We love it. Yeah, so little Enjoy. shadow. Little flower and little shadow. And I just think that's super shady. Yeah, Josefina. Not doing the best. So on the actual website, I always have to do the qualities. So her main qualities, according to American Girl, are healing, optimism, and resilience. And... <laughs> She spends a lot of time in the books grieving her mother, which is understandable. She collects things that reminds her of her mother and shows them to her sisters and her Mm -hmm. dad and stuff like that. But eventually she realizes, hey, my father is widowed. Let me do a love connection, a little dating game with my dad. Like, weren't you just grieving your mother? What is wrong with you? Does does her dad ever get a boo? Is that a thing that happens? Get a what? A boo. He does. He does get remarried. 
Um, <clears throat> according to my notes, which are not directly from the website, so who knows? It could go rogue. Listen, my notes are probably all over the place. We're going to have the YouTube American Girl dolls on our ass after this. <laughs> Actually, Mary Ellen That's didn't have twin of. sisters. They were just older sisters, bitch. That's like, what I'm scared of. It's very possible. Please don't do that. We are uh, newbies to the AG game. Okay, listen. And also, nothing is that serious. <laughs> Relax. Please, re- what did Elise say in her article? Please remember this is a fucking list about um, a children's toy from the 2000s. Fucking so chill. Fucking <laughs> like, about Um, Yeah. 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 So she just kind of is like, fuck my mom, fuck that goat. I'm going to turn around and just be two faced. Don't fuck the goat. Don't fuck the goat. (laughs) (laughs) Non literal translation. (laughs) I I think that happened in The Witch, too. Anyway. Okay. So uh, my next one, my number seven is Julie. We are getting to like the end of the the newer dolls here. Um, Julie. Julie. Yeah. She's a cute doll. She has blonde hair. And it's long and has a little braid on the side. So it's, like, cute. She's also from the 70s, so she's she goes with Ivy. Um, but she's the, like, boring, tomboy white girl. <laughs> oh. I was getting hippie vibes, isn't it? Yeah, it's, like, kind of hippie. She's an environmentalist, but, like... <laughs> she's she, the one. <laughs> yeah. She's an environmentalist, but she kind of just is because everybody else is, I feel like, at the time. Yeah. Um, her main thing is she was the first doll to have divorced parents, and I'm like, bitch, I have divorced parents. It's not That's that bad of a struggle. Relax. Yeah, I, mean, I guess when you're 12, <laughs> it sounds like a big deal, but yeah. so does polio. So does polio. Oh. Um, anyway, so her mom moves to San Francisco, and she starts to run for mayor of San Francisco. Um, Wait, sorry, Julie or her mom? Her mom. Oh. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, Julie is alive today. F- like, fuck, you can't be an American girl doll when you're the same age as my fucking mom, you right. know? That point, points off for being a boomer. Sorry, yeah. that doesn't count. And we know she's like 46 out there somewhere, probably the mayor of Fucktown. Like, I don't even know. So I dislike her for that. So we, we don't even like politicians. the mayor. <laughs> you know, fuck all. Um, yeah, so that's like her main issue. I don't know. She's one of those, like, not like other girls, which I will say uh, American girl dolls suffer chronic from that yes. sh- fucking shit. Yes. They're all like, I'm different. I like to play sports. I'm like, okay, cool. Isn't that so cool? I'm, I'm like, not like the other girls. And I, it's honestly, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hate it a yeah, lot. Yeah, I do run into that a lot on my list as well. Um, But yeah, let's see. I don't know. Other than that. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. At Metro by T-Mobile, we're giving you more savings. Get the new iPhone SE, now with 5G at the lowest price in prepaid. Just $79.99 when you switch. I post a lot, so I need a phone that keeps up with me. And thanks to the iPhone SE with 5G and advanced 4K camera, I'm snapping and sharing while my followers are smashing the like button. Switch and get the iPhone SE for just $79.99, only at Metro. Limited time offer, in-store only, price for 64-gigabyte model with eligible port, $60 plan, and ID. See 5G device coverage and access details at metrobytmobile.com. I did discover she's a Taurus, and we know how I feel about that. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, they were my number one, though. So I might oh, like Julie. She, I mean, like, Julie's like a cute little cool girl. Like, she's a cute doll. Yeah. I don't hate her. Uh, but I don't love but her. But I don't love her. <laughs> so she's okay. boring. She's getting more, she's getting more middle of the line yeah. a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh wait, the other thing. <laughs> one this just thing. in because because I just saw this in my notes. And I saw it and I was like, what the fuck? 
Um, okay, so it says her favorite colors are red, purple, blue, pink, green, and yellow. And I was like, bitch, pick one, for God's sake. The only ones you're missing are orange. I'm going to make like. sure that I'm not like other girls by liking all of the colors. <laughs> so that if a girl says this is her favorite color, I can say the other ones that are also my favorite. Yeah. What it's giving me is lesbian. Like, if you like, oh, you like sports a the lot, rainbow. and that's the rainbow, Julie. <laughs> mm-hmm. You want, to tell me, you want to talk to me about your divorce? You need to look at that Your mom's article. a politician? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's giving me Kamala's stepdaughter energy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Julie. All right, that's it. That's all I have on okay, Julie. Okay. okay. I love the favorite color thing. Thank that's you. Funny. Right. So number five for me is Miss Addie Walker. Oh, let's get it. The other nice black girl. American yeah. girl doll. So she represents the 1864 Civil War era, Mm -hmm. and uh, besides Melody, she's the other black American girl doll, like I said. And, of course, the first black doll that they come out with would be be rooted in Civil War. Like, yeah. They're like, just trauma. She's black and she's a slave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So her mother and several relatives work on this plantation, but then her family starts to get um, sold, unfortunately, and they eventually make a break, her and her mom, Mm -hmm. to go north. And they do make it to Philly, which is awesome in the book series, but she starts to feel incomplete without her whole family there. According to the website, her main qualities are expressing love and hope, courage, and fairness. Okay. So you think, okay, Addie seems like a really cool, non-bitchy character. <laughs> but strap in. So after she gets this taste of freedom, she starts to kind of come into normal society, mm-hmm. I guess, in the North, being free. She goes to school, and the literal first thing that she does is get into this feud between this rich girl named Harriet and a working class this is hard to say. Working class seamstress's daughter named Sarah. That's the first thing she does. She says, I'm ready to fight a bitch. I got a lot of rage. <laughs> a lot of fucking throw hands. Yeah, that's the first thing she does. So I think the bitch life was thrust upon her. Like, I don't think she asked for it, but she walked in and Sarah and Harriet were like, can you settle something for us? Have you? Okay. Have you seen Wicked or listened to the soundtrack? Yeah. You know, yeah. The opening of it. Are people born bitches? <laughs> or do they have bitchiness thrust upon them? That's exactly. That's the kind of the, the I think I'm just going to say Addie is only number five because I do think it was thrust upon her. Mm-hmm. And later on in the book series, it's revealed that Addie dislikes Harriet, so the person that was mm-hmm. in the feud, because Harriet is richer than her. So she starts to resent her. I mean, what if Elise in her fabulous article said, Harriet can't help, she's fucking rich, Addie, get over it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So that's that's pretty bitchy to me. Be like Nellie, steal her underwear. Steal <laughs> <laughs> She's richer than you, you're so fucking jealous. You know what would show her up? <laughs> I, Lift her skirt up and scream. I, I know something you don't. <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, man. So that's Addie. I, I'm, just, I'm really sad, honestly, that... American Girl only came out with two black dolls, and they were both just yeah, in these. I mean, please don't add us for making it. fun of a nine-year-old slave girl. <laughs> we're not, we're yeah. not that big. Okay, um, let's I could it. be, but that's unrelated. I mean, I'm a bad person, but not a racist. Thank you. Okay, number six for me is the newest doll. She came out in 2020. Um, so oh, a lot of lists new. don't even have her on it. Period. But her name's Courtney. Courtney. She's, she's from the 1980s. Oh God, is it with a K? No, actually. Her name's Courtney Moore, and right off the bat, that name is one syllable away from a girl I went to middle school with, with the exact same name, and she wasn't, like, mean or anything, but she did do this thing when she walked where she'd make her ponytail, like, swing on purpose, and she's like, it just does that. I'm like, girl, why are your shoulders so stiff then, bitch? I know you're lying. She comes in with a neck brace the next day. (laughs) What? It was natural. Yeah, so I was like, okay, you already got some points there, Courtney Moore. Anyway, um... Uh, she is a gamer girl. 
So she has the highest score on Pac-Man at the arcade. So, red flag. Is that for real? Those are real words coming yeah, out of your mouth? gamer girl. God, what's her conflict? Um, okay, let's get into that. Um, she watches We'll get the- there eventually, but I just have to know if that is her goal in life is to be the high score pack. <laughs> <laughs> so she's a gamer girl, and her favorite movie is Star Wars, so I'm like, red flag, red flag. I'm not like other girls. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, red flag. Um, her struggle, she witnesses the Challenger explosion. <gasps> Oh my god. And now I'm like thinking, okay, maybe everyone that lived through the 80s has a little bit of PTSD, bro. She's like so excited to watch it. She's like, oh my god, one of the astronauts is a teacher. And it I didn't even think about that because I'm sure families were gathering at the TV to watch. In real mm-hmm. life, I mean, not yeah. in American girl yeah. life, but I'm and sure families were gathering life. with their kids to watch. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. Oh yeah. Um, anyway. So the she, challenger. Oh yeah. So I don't have much on Courtney other than that. Um, it, that fucks her up a bit. She starts to discover like feminism. Hmm. Love that for her. But she she's like a Gen X doll. And personally, I'm just like I'm sorry. You can't be an American girl doll if you're still alive today. Pardon. Like yeah. that just rubs me the wrong way. So being dead is the number one characteristic of any American girl doll. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, wait, let me see. I want to make sure that I got that right. Because I get her and Julie confused. They're only like 10 years apart. Mm. Um, okay, wait. No, okay, so Julie's mom isn't running for uh, office. It's Courtney's mom. Oh. Yeah, so my mistake. Sorry, Sorry. Julie. It's giving girl boss, like hashtag girl boss mm-hmm. energy. <laughs> we, now, uh, does she decide uh, to run after the Challenger explosion or before? I don't know. But what a difficult of, time to be in politics. A difficult time to be in politics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's Courtney. So her conflict is that she saw the Challenger explode. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's other stuff. They all have, like, the same conflict. They're like, I struggle with not having attention. <laughs> I don't have enough underwear. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm poor. <laughs> that's I'm like, jealous of my cousin visiting from out of town. My friend died in my happen. arms. <laughs> my friend died <laughs> in my arms. Exactly. That's a real one. That's a real one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So number four for me is, God, Felicity Merriman. Oh, get into it. Felicity. So Elizabeth Cole, I talked about Mm -hmm. earlier, same thing, but this is the number one doll, so the original, and she's from the 1774 Revolutionary War, Mm -hmm. just to remind you. She is described as daring and fiercely independent and also tomboyish, adventurous, spunky, and foolhardy. So speaking of girls that give you, I just can't get along with other girls vibes, this one gives me... The number one Jesus Christ, slot. Absolutely. Um, well, the number four slot, but number one in being like that, mm. not like other girls. Mm-hmm. Except for Elizabeth Cole. So it says on the website, they try to spin it, but it, she believes in fighting for what she wants and she can be quite stubborn and headstrong at times. But here's the thing that puts her at number four, especially for me. She is a big horse girl. It's a red flag. You alluded to it earlier, but she's a huge, huge horse girl. She has this horse named Penny, and for some reason it gives me threatening vibes instead of, like, badass vibes like Kaya did with her yeah. horse. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, like, because she's a white And the girl. name Felicity. <laughs> I know we're hating on a lot of names today. I feel like, what do we do? Kirsten, Kyo. Courtney with a K, and Felicity. Sorry None of you are safe. None of you are safe. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, you want to know something that I'm really mad about and I'll never get forgive this person for? Um, so my friends and I do, um, DTLs, which are drink, talk, learns of where you make the PowerPoints and you give the presentation after being like hammered. Yeah. And, um, one of my friends, you met her, Morgan, she, um, did one that was like, my friends, if they were American girl dolls, and this bitch had the fucking audacity to make me an obvious Kit Kitteridge. (laughs) Of Felicity. And I was like, what the fuck is your problem? I would never say Felicity for you. Right? That's what I'm saying. And I will never forgive her. Sorry. You can't. You can make me as many cookies as you want, bitch. (laughs) It's not happening. That bridge is burned. (laughs) (laughs) I was, I was aghast. As you 
you should be. Nobody wants to be compared to Kim, Kim Fared, compared to Felicity. Um, my cousins actually had the Felicity doll growing up, and they were like rich, rich, rich. And I was like, out of all the ones to pick, I mean, she had a cute little purple dress. Love that for her. Um, but that's where it stops for me. But that's where it stops. She, at least she's not blonde. And maybe she only has one favorite color, which is nice. <laughs> Take a note, Julie. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Okay. That's, I just back to Julie for a second. <laughs> Can't get over Julie. Just, could you imagine being a nine-year-old girl in San Francisco in the 70s? Like, we'd contact I walk into school, like, going down Haight-Ashbury, like, you smoke it up, Julie? Like, I see a fucking little braid you like the party. <laughs> like, I just know it happened. Anyway. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it did. Okay. Wild time. <laughs> All right, so we're at number five, like, middle of the road here. Um, and this is another best friend doll. She is a best friend doll for our favorite, Molly. Um, oh, God. Which, this is so funny. So American Girl Doll didn't want to make Molly's friends, Linda and Susan. And they're like, who's the next best one? And so they made Molly's quote-unquote friend, Emily, an American Girl Doll. Even though she is not American. She is. Why do all of those women sound like they're 60 years old? Molly, Linda, Susan, and... Well, Emily I mean, is not, but, like, Linda and Susan, I they mean, all sound like they work in the office. It's the 1940s, woman. That's true. They um, had to come from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, hey, it happened. Though, I did see a TikTok recently that said the name Molly was not a very popular name in the 1940s, and neither was Samantha at the tw- turn of the century. Um, yeah, and she was like, I, I, they really should have been named, like, Florence or something. Anyway... <laughs> Um, Emily is a British refugee because it's World War II and she lived in England where the Blitz is happening. And so at the best, I'd say she and Molly are like frenemies, right? So, um... Well, Linda and Susan aside, I feel like Emily was just a forethought, not even an afterthought. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's see. I talked about the Blitz. Um, she comes to to America to live with her aunt because her mom died of pneumonia. (laughs) Or no, she, she comes to live with her aunt because her mom died in the blitz and her dog and her house exploded and then her aunt when she comes to america gets the pneumonia and is very ill so then emily has to live with molly and she's like i hate it here (laughs) right yeah they're Um, forced best friends (laughs) yeah i think she was even homeless and lived in a subway tunnel for a little bit so like um I, and I have a reason for why she's so high on my bitchy list. I was going to say, she's going through it. She's going through it, but she, like, does not let Molly rest. <laughs> and I fucking love Good. it. Like, it's, Emily versus Molly is so funny. Like, we'll talk about Molly, because, spoiler, she's number one on my list. I was so excited when I saw I had her. I was like, oh, yes, let it begin. Fucking roller skates. Oh, um, so yeah. Much. But, you know, Molly bitches about her asinine shit, and Emily's like, hey, my house literally exploded and my mom and dog died and I was homeless in the subway tunnel. So I want you to shut the fuck up. Yeah, she stays like, putting it in perspective. Yeah, yeah, so love that for her. Thanks, Emily. Um, but yeah, she's like not even a best friend, so it's funny that they call her that. Like, <laughs> she never lets Molly rest. <laughs> <laughs> so number three for me is Caroline Abbott. Oh, God. This is a boring bitch if ever yeah, I Yeah, guess what one. she looks like. Blonde hair. Blue eyes. Blue eyes. Uh-huh. You got it. So she represents the War of 1812, which why American Girl ever thought of what, what the fuck happened during the War of 1812? Fuck that. Very interesting. They were running out of ideas, clearly. Um, so she's described on the website as being adventurous, again, tomboyish, brave, heroic, independent, but also stubborn and sensitive and very easily offended. And nobody likes a Karen. She has this storyline that involves a lot of jealousy and insecurity, and I actually don't know where my notes went on this part, but I believe she's the one who her cousin visits, and she gets jealous of her cousin. Oh, her shit-eating cousin Lydia. 
Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Elise. Yes. And her story is taken directly from an actual real life human, Laura Secord, who was a Canadian heroine in the war of 1812. So American girl said, that's mine. So Canadian girl. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's Canadian too. So not only did they plagiarize the story, but they also took it from a Canadian. And I just, honestly, maybe it makes me the bitch here, but, like, I am judging this. Because you're like, her. hey, real life woman, your story's boring. You didn't suffer enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, not Fuck only that. You. Yes, it was boring. But also, Caroline is kind of boring to me. It's just based on looks. Like, I think she's number four because she's boring and she has all these, like, frilly ribbons and stuff. And her story isn't even compelling. She's a boring doll. She's a boring story. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, and earlier it was like, okay, too boring to be bitchy, but now it's so boring, boring that it that, is like, bitchy bitch. that you made me go through the reading of this. Yeah, fuck. Who even had the Caroline doll? What year did that come out like? I don't know. I think that was, uh, I can probably look it up. I'll look it up while you're uh, talking about okay. your next one. We'll save some time. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, next on my list is the one, the only, Kit Kitteridge. Yeah, uh, I Kit. love Kit. Yeah, Kit was one, not one of the original dolls. The, the original dolls were Samantha, Kirsten, and Molly. <clears throat> so, uh, Kit was one of the ones that came, like, really close after that, though. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, she was my fave, because she was, like, a little cute little 1920s blonde girl. She's actually from the 1930s, as I learned, but, um, <clears throat> as a little kid, I did not give a fuck. So I was like, she's a little flapper girl. She was not. <laughs> anyway, she was the first doll to be featured with short hair, and I thought that was cute. Um, and she was also a writer, and I was always really into English when I was little, so I was like, she's just like me. But as an adult, I'm like, oh my god, this girl is another doll that suffers from the I'm not like other girls shit. Like, <laughs> oh, <no>. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that's fun. Um, so what do I have on here? Okay, that she prefers to hang out with boys, and she hates, quote, flouncy frilly things which is ironic considering she had the best outfits that cute little like lavender shawl little yeah that's and the cute. hat i loved her hat yes and we will not be discussing the new dress that they put her in because it's fugly um <laughs> but her old shit was fucking great and i'm like if you hate being girly so much why the fuck are you showing up with the cleanest fits during the great depression i'll wait it's because you like it yeah <laughs> okay yeah you're just trying to be you know, unique. Yeah. You, I don't know what it is about her, but something about her gives me that, like, very specific energy of, like, that popular girl that came to school wearing the knee brace all the time. That's, like, that's, like, her energy. Yes, I can see that. And, like, I don't know how else to explain it. Because the girls are, get it, get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, She's like, oh, I have short hair. Look at me. Yes. <laughs> um, so this was mentioned in uh, Lisa's article. Her real name is Mildred, which is actually one of the top three names of 1930s for little girls. She hates that shit, though, with good reason. Mm. And so she changes it to Kit Kidridge so she can have that cool little Kim Kardashian double K moment. Obviously. It's very batchy of you. Love that for you. <laughs> um, and I think just by, like, nature of her being, like, a journalist, it, she's just a gossipy bitch. You know? Oh, true. So that's what I'm getting from her. Um, she has a best friend doll, and we'll talk about her, and that's a doozy. Love that so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Kit is right on my list at fourth place. I think that's what it is right now. Yeah, fourth Sounds place. Right. Yeah. Um, so Kit and Caroline Abbott would not get along with each other because Caroline Abbott is the ribbon queen. Yeah. But they would secretly because Kit kind of likes it. Kit would throw hands. I think she does secretly like it. She, like, yeah. she complains too much about it. I'm like, oh. She'll probably be her friend and then write about her in a news article later, and that's super bitchy. Steal her underwear, too. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's Kit or who else, but there's definitely a story where one of the characters knows, like, a homeless man named Jakey Nye. I think that was on mine. I want to say that's Felicity. I don't know. I think it's what Felicity. the fuck? Who came up with that name? Jakey Nye. I don't know. I mean, yeah. listen, 
If we have done nothing else on this show, we have determined that American Girl will be fucking they, up. They're fucking up. But I don't know. I, I definitely know that Kit has, like, a weird obsession with homeless people because she lives in, like, a like a boarding house kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Because she's poor. Like, her dad lost his job. It's the Great Depression. And so, you know, because of that, she's got a lot of trauma. So she mm-hmm. matures really quickly or whatever. And Ruthie doesn't like that. We'll talk about Ruthie later. <laughs> okay. Ruthie. But, yeah, she lives in that boarding house with a lot of homeless people. And she's like, I'm going to write all these exposés on homeless people. And she's like, girl... <laughs> Thought you have rest. school Good to go to? Goddamn. <laughs> go yeah. do something. Um, and I did look it up while you were talking. Caroline Abbott was released in 2012, so pretty recently. Okay. Yeah. How so boring. It's the new ones are boring, y'all. So boring. Yeah. Anyways. So this is why my list is not an 11 list. It's a 10 list. So mm. I had the unique circumstance of Cecile Ray and Marie Grace Gardner, who are my number twos. <clears throat> but they were released together, but they're oh. not best friend dolls. <laughs> okay. Which is interesting. Interesting, yeah. So... They're too boring to have their own stories is basically how that translates to me. Yeah. So I'll kind of break both of them down. This might take a little bit. But Cecile is black and she has hazel eyes. And Marie Grace is white. Again, blonde hair and blue eyes. And she's busted looking. And she's busted looking. She got an overbite for days. Yep. In that uh, the thing you were talking about earlier, the cartoon sketch. Yeah. Uh, Cecile is the first and only historical character to share that collection with another historical character, mm-hmm. like I said. And they also share the book series, so Snorville. Cecile comes from a well-to-do and highly regarded family in New Orleans. That's a free people of color community, which Mm -hmm. is cool. And then Marie Grace comes in, and she moved to New Orleans. Or, sorry. No, her father moved to New Orleans, not her. And she was born in New Orleans. And then her her mom and her her brother died in 1849. Jeez. It's neither here nor there. And... Let's see. Cecile is talked about as being confident, outgoing, curious. She loves the limelight and really likes originality and being like the star. And Marie Grace is the exact opposite. So they didn't even get interesting with their character tropes here. She's super shy and regards herself as a loner. And her only other friend besides Cecile is her dog, Argos. Cool name. Cool name for a dog. So you might think, okay, Mm -hmm. like two people, why are they on my number two? But here's the real tea. So, Cecile doesn't like Marie Grace's dog, but doesn't ever tell her that. Like, hates this dog. Tea. Shady. Much tea. Very shady. And Cecile really loves parties, like I said, and one of her dreams is to become this, like, super famous stage actress. But while Marie Grace is on the sidelines, Cecile kind of gets Marie Grace to do her bidding. <laughs> like, That's go to this party, amazing. do this thing. <laughs> yeah, so she puts MG, I'll call her, up to things she doesn't really want to do. Mm-hmm. And if there's anything bitchier than one teenage girl... It's, it's two. two. It's two, bitch. It's two. Wow. So that, I, that's so interesting. I wonder why they chose to do that because I have no idea. I have no idea. The only oh, and I will. I misspoke earlier because Cecile is black, so they do have technically three. Yeah, but but Cecile doesn't even have her own story. So yeah, it's almost like. And I hope this isn't true, but it's yeah. almost like they released two of them at one time because they wanted that diversity aspect mm-hmm, in there. But they didn't want to lose their, like, ugh. American Girl doll, you try, but guy, you gotta try harder, goddamn. And again, their marketing team is like, let's make one best friend really outgoing and one really shy. Cool. Get a, get, get some diversity and personality, <laughs> too. Fucking, we're done with the tomboys. We're done with them, okay? I'm finished. You're yeah. done. You're done. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> okay. My next one. Okay, before I even get into this. You can do two, by the way, because I just did. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, So, I don't... Before I get into this this one, how can you make New Orleans boring? Oh, they did it. They found a way. All right. (laughs) Anyway, okay. My next one is Rebecca. Rebecca is another turn-of-the-century bitch, so... um, 
It's like Samantha, but like add a bit of spice, right? Okay. So she's looks like Samantha too. Her skin's a little darker. I, feel like I remember her, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, Rebecca is significant because she's the only Jewish doll, I think, in okay. the series. Um, and she is an aspiring actress in New York. It's honestly, it's giving Rachel Berry from Glee. <laughs> that's the energy. Oh, no. <laughs> like that's the energy. I see she's why getting. she's high up on your list. Ah, yeah. Okay, so um, she's Russian, though. She's a Russian immigrant, and that's kind of hot. So it gives, like, a little bit of hot girl. We love that for her. Um, but this I cannot forgive. Okay, so her name's Rebecca, but she goes by Becky. And that shit pisses me off because it's, like, Diet Karen. Hello? Becky. Yeah, no. With the good hair? No. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> she has bangs. They all have bangs. I don't know. I think I think she doesn't. She looks like Samantha, like I said. They look the same. Oh. Anyway. The no bang. The bang is gone. Uh, yeah. Um, so she wants to be an actress, so she loves fucking attention. So much attention. And it's causes a problem. It's a rift in her family. Her parents are like, girl, be a teacher. That would be so much more useful and nice. And so as a teacher, <laughs> um, I can tell you, girl, no, fucking run. Please don't do that. And I think it's funny. I think of this, like, scene from Whose Line Is It Anyway, where there are, like, things you can't really tell your kids. And one guy comes up and he's like, a teacher, honey, strippers make more. <laughs> anyway, that's kind of the vibe. Anyway, so my biggest thing with her is, like, it's her brother's bar mitzvah coming up. And she is not having it. She's like, why are you paying attention to him? I'm like, bitch, oh, let him have this. Pretty bitchy. Okay? Yeah. Like, relax, Rebecca. Becky. Ooh, gross. Um, also, her favorite subject in school is math, so I don't trust her. Oh, automatically. Good, goodbye. The biggest bitch of all. I'm sorry. I thought you were into the humanities. <laughs> I don't trust math people. I don't either. So, yeah. you're going to be, like, a more annoying version of Samantha with an attention-seeking problem, and you're into math? Bitch. I'm oh, shocked no. she's not your number one. But oh, we already know you're number oh, one. Girl. And that is justified. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> let me talk about my one after Rebecca, because you did two, so I'll do two. Um, sure. And it is, I, oh yeah, it's Ruthie. So let's talk about Ruthie now. Uh, Ruthie is one of the best friend dolls for Kit. And once right. again, best friend is a stretch. <laughs> okay. Um, so. She's a minor character in Kit's story, which is okay. Um, she's depicted as bratty and frilly, so everything <laughs> Kit hates. That's those are the two words used to describe bratty and her. Frilly on the yeah. actual website. Yeah. Wow. Um, she so looks. So Ivy's lucky. This girl's bratty and frilly. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what I, what I think is funny is in my notes I wrote she looks like every other bitch. <laughs> Because she also looks like Rebecca and Samantha. Oh, I'm yeah. Okay, no blonde hair, blue eyes. Though. Yes. Um, and I'm like, what, if you're going to look like every other bitch, why are you such a brat? Okay? Yeah. Back it up with something. So it's the 1930s Great Depression. Her dad works at a bank. So she's like, oh. unaffected. Same. Yep. <laughs> right? She's like, I still go to horseback riding lessons. <laughs> but it looks like you guys are having a fun time <laughs> out there. So um, homeless in the subway station. <laughs> it, yes. But, but what's funny is that she's jealous of Kit. Even though Kit's broke ass is living in a boarding home, Kit gets a little bit more responsibility because, you know, she trauma matures. Mm -hmm. And Ruthie's like, but that's not fear. It's interesting how many best friend dolls are actually richer than their Mm -hmm. counterparts. Yeah, except Nellie, broke ass hoe. (laughs) They're the only example, I think, where... The best friend is not richer. I think it's funny. Because, it, it, you know, the struggle of, of poverty obviously makes for probably a little bit more compelling narrative. True. But I do think it's funny because literally Ruthie is so unhelpful. Every time Kit's like, God, oh, my dad's like, you know, he's homeless. We got to find a place to live. Ruthie's like, have you guys tried not being poor about it? <laughs> like, <laughs> like Paris Hilton's Photoshop shirt. Stop, stop being, being poor. poor. <laughs> yeah, that's literally Ruthie's energy. So that's why she's in my number two space. And I think that's 
so fucking funny. That fits perfectly. I think that makes a lot of sense. Super I've helpful. never heard of Ruthie. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's probably why. She's a huge bitch. <laughs> American Girl is like, we fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So my number one, it comes as no surprise, Miss Samantha Parkington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she looks like every other bitch, too. <laughs> right. Uh, so she's from 1904, and like I said, she has Nellie as her best friend. Mm-hmm. So she lives, Samantha lives with her wealthy grandmother, and she makes friends with one of the manor's servants, Inter Nellie. Ah, uh, yes. And realizes that life is not always sunshine and rainbows for everybody. So her main qualities on the site are compassion, independence, and problem solving. But the thing that makes me laugh about problem solving, and she's like, she's like, we should just adopt now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Excuse me. So she's by far the wealthiest of the American Girl dolls. It actually says that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's really, really clueless to her own privilege. And like you said earlier, she's just like the safe choice for an American Girl doll. Right. Like if you're going to get one for the first time, everybody goes for Samantha. Mistake. I guess people want to be rich. I don't know. Get Kit. And I just don't understand the compassion when you're like, oh, shit, people are poor out here. <laughs> Have you tried not being poor about that? Exactly. It gives me very Ruthie energy. And Nellie played a foil to Samantha to basically reflect her poor, more rough life, but is lifted into status when she comes into Samantha's family after Nellie's parents die. Mm. And like you said earlier, Nellie's released as her best friend that you can buy as basically an accessory to Samantha. She's like, I have to be your best friend. And they pay basically me. Basically serve it. Yeah. Like, I'll put your check in the mail kind of thing. <laughs> Terrible. And if that's not bitchy, I don't know what is. So she's rich. She has compassion, but it's fake compassion. And she's basically Ruthie, but with more money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that checks. Um, what, what does she call her grandmother? She lives with a grandmother. Something grand- fucking white as shit. Hold on. <laughs> she, okay, I remember she's orphaned. That's her main struggle. But she's, th- that didn't affect her at all. And she lives with a grandma. Yeah. Grandmary. Grandmary. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Oh are my gosh. And wasn't she orphaned at a young enough age that she can't really tell she was Yeah, orphaned? so like non-issue. <laughs> what are you yeah. upset about? It's kind of like, it's like polio, but even less of an issue. There is a... I mean, polio is an issue. I don't, <laughs> like, I don't want to say that. Like, sorry. Sorry to those who have polio. Was it Julie? It was uh, Mary Ellen. Mary Ellen, that's right. But in Mary Ellen's life, polio is not that big of an issue, which, same. In Samantha's life, being an orphan is not that big of an issue. Mm, that just happens. Um, there's this YouTube, like, play group i don't know if you've heard of them called star kid and they have this play that they did it's kind of like a we mentioned i mentioned wicked earlier they do like a, a twist on on that and they do aladdin from jafar's point of view oh yeah it's pretty interesting it's called twisted if you want to watch it it's funny um but the character of jasmine is basically samantha parkington that's how they portray her <laughs> and though there's this part where like a servant comes up and she's like i need you this shawl and your sweatshop mistress and she's like you're part of the problem right um but she decides to solve pro- like poverty by saying everyone should be a princess, <laughs> and that's kind of that's what, Samantha. That's Samantha. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're really poor. You want to hang out with my rich family? Sorry, your parents died. Um, so I guess Nellie and Samantha are both orphans, which is interesting. And that's why they're BFFs. Oh wait, did Nellie's parents die? Trauma bond, probably. They were Irish at the turn of the century. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyway, um, all right, so let's fucking get into this gig. We're going to talk about my number one, who is the infamous Molly. Okay. I'm so jealous you have her. I was so excited. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I will take all of the new dolls if I can just shit on Molly for 30 minutes, because I will. I, you know, not to be hateful to LGBTQ, but Molly, I know she tops all of the gayest doll lists, because something about her says queer. Is it the roller skates? It's, it's the turf bangs and the Harry <laughs> Potter glasses. I said... <laughs> I 
said in my notes where to start. Let's start with the bangs because they're awful. I fucking hate them. And they gave her the Pippi Long stocking braids. They're mm. so fucking stupid and I hate them. And, you know, her glasses are cute, but they're also ugly. You know, they really just fuck I think in combination and conjunction with everything else, it's not doing her any favors. Oh my god. Okay, so let's fucking talk about her struggles. Okay, so... Not like other girls complex. We fucking hate it. She has a huge, huge attention problem. So much that she takes like tap dancing lessons. And there's a girl in her class named Allison who's better at tap dancing. And how Mal- dare. How d- she's like out to fucking kill her. She's like, I'm going to fucking destroy her whole line. Tap her dead body. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. That's how intense she is about it. And I think at one point she like steals Allison's like dance moves. And it's like a huge what oh, to do. And I'm like, Molly. What a, what a conflict. Yeah. As Elise says in her, in her article, you're an original American girl. Have some fucking respect for yourself. <laughs> Which is the fucking funniest thing I've ever uh, seen. Um, okay. I also wrote hag. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because girls support girls, Molly. Like, don't hate on Allison that much. What the fuck did she ever do to you? Okay? Um, I also wrote hag. <laughs> I also just wrote hag. And then she has the fucking nerve to complain about her life in 1940s Illinois. And Emily is just sitting there like, Hello? My house was bombed! You fucking idiot! Oh, gosh. So, hate that about yeah. her. Um, also, she's a narc. Like, she's a fucking tattletale because she wants attention. She wants to, like, right. teacher's pet. Like, she runs up. She's like, someone's always, like, picking their nose. Like, shut the fuck up, yeah. dude. So, no one likes a narc. Hate that. And Stitches get stitches. Yeah, you can't have an ugly-looking doll, be an attention whore, and a fucking, like, uh, tomboyish, not-like-other-girls bitch who is that petty. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Pick a struggle. I agree. Good God. That's why they came out with the Nenea doll. They're like, we need someone more sympathetic. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Oh yeah. my God. Molly's not really doing well with her face. <laughs> but she's like actually one of the best selling dolls. Mm-hmm. Which, for what reason? I need I to know. I don't know. Closeted lesbianism? I like, but, yeah. Because she's got like roller skates and like some dungarees and people are like, so ah. You said it was Kirsten, Molly, and Samantha. Samantha. Mm-hmm. Okay. The first, yeah. first three. I just like... I don't know. She rose me the wrong way. She's. I think she's one... It was either her or Kit that had their movie released in theaters. So, I don't know, one of them. There's only oh. a few dolls have movies, and Molly definitely has one. Yeah. yeah. I didn't In watch theaters, it. too. That's a fish. Like, for what reason? Molly's like, yes, all eyes around me, finally. I think, honestly, her appeal is that she looks really different from the other dolls. That's what I was going to say. Like, maybe it was so popular with the buy the buyer's market that mm. maybe girls saw Molly and were like, oh, she looks different. Let me, you know, yeah. some of these fucking blonde hair, blue eyes. Right. No like, offense, but. I mean, like, there's <laughs> a lot. There are a lot of them. Because she has the two little braids and the glasses, and she's wearing pants, which is very different than, like, most of them. I don't think... Yeah. I think Molly, Julie, and Ivy are the only ones that wear pants. Maybe Courtney. No. And what were Molly's accessories like? Were they interesting? Like, do you think that might be I, one? Oh, she has the... <laughs> she has the ugliest set of jammies I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. They're like... They're like peppermint striped. Girl. Oh, I remember those. She looks like one of those dancing bananas. Do you know? Yes. <laughs> bananas in uh, pajamas? Bananas and yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we hate Molly. This is a Molly hate club. Yeah, if people learn nothing else today, fuck Molly. Fuck Molly. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, that's all I have. Do you have anything else to say? I just do want to say Nellie's yeah. parents did die of the flu. Of the flu. Of the flu. Fucking good lord. Yeah. Real sad. Real sad. We are lucky to live in a post-penicillin world, you know? Amen. Amen. And post-polio. Post-pol- get your vaccines. Get yeah. your vaccines. Hey, get vaccinated, kids. All right. With that, we're going to sign off. Thank you for listening. That was a lot. Yeah. That brought me back. That was fun. Thank we, you. Yeah, we like doing this. All right, y'all. Bye. Bye. It has been so lovely having you in for our little tete-a-tete. 
If you have any further tittle-tattles or salacious salutations, you may contact us on the World Wide Web at tensontenspodcast.com or you may follow the ladies on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at tensontenspodcast. That's 10-S-O-N-1-0-S-podcast or via email at tensontenspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, ta-ta and toodaloo. Only at Metro by T-Mobile you can upgrade to 5G and get more savings with the lowest price on one line of unlimited 5G. Just $40, period. That's it. Taxes and fees included. Plus, more choices with the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch and save more. Only at Metro. Lowest price versus major national prepaid brands. The fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams and SD requires eligible port in and plan. See store for details.